bask in the glory. Oh, we're basking in the glory of the Lord. Sing out. The Spirit of the living God sing through you. Just sing out. Lift your voice. Pastor Jeff. Pastor Steve. And spread out. And just spread out. Spread out. Stefan's coming too. Glory, 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 glory. Let him touch you, let him touch you, let him touch you, let him touch you. 
Can we move you a little up this way, please? We anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Glory, fire! starter. He's going to make you a fire starter. Yeah. Fire starter. Woo. <laughs> You're not just getting filled up with fire. You'll be a fire starter. Hey. Hey. Releasing the anointing.
honor the presence of the king and what you see is the power of God displayed right now for when the spirit of the living God comes and flows as he does right now the power of God is resting upon you let him touch you let him speak to you. Glory, glory. Fill, fill. Anointing increase over that one. Anointing increase. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Oh, we're hungry, hungry, hungry. drawing so many of you this evening into a deep deep intimacy with Jesus like I'm talking about throne room encounters with Jesus tonight throne room
doing right now. Being equipped. You're being equipped. You're being equipped in His presence. You're being equipped because the glory of God is here. It's falling down upon you. Fresh wind, fresh fire. God that is flowing in this room and the power of God that you see displayed in this room is the power of the living God Jesus is here to meet you to heal you to restore the years the locust has stolen and for some there's been many years stolen you have the mind of Christ the Bible says we have the mind of Christ but as we focus the true living word that never returns unto us void and as we press into the holy presence of God you will walk with the new anointing you will walk with the anointing of the king the anointing of the king the anointing of the king
there is more than you have experienced. You have not experienced everything that God has for you. There is more. that are willing to be undone in his presence because he truly is everything to us. Every breath of death, we take authority over it. We cast it out. We decree the life of Jesus. The giver of life. The one who makes all things new. For he is here. That's who's ministering to you. Who's touching you. That's what you're experiencing as the giver of life. says, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. His words, how sweet, how sweet your words are, sweeter than honey. What is he doing for you tonight? Oh, the power of the living God right now. Saturate, he's saturating, he's saturating. Thank you for 
for your persistent love unto us, oh God. We glorify you. King of kings, we glorify you. May our praise always be unto him. May his word always be on our lips that we taste and see how good you are. Hallelujah. So we just continue to honor his glorious presence and that's what we're doing right now. We're honoring his presence. That's what we're doing right now. makes you uncomfortable, well, you probably should get used to it, because this is what we're doing, going to be doing forever in heaven. People get quiet, and they get nervous when it gets quiet, and they get nervous when it gets too still, except for God says, be still and know that I am God, and in this holy place, God is moving, he's moving and he's touching you, he's changing those that are willing to be changed, those that are willing. the move of God. But if you're not on the floor and you're sitting in your chair and you're, and you're able to stand up, please stand up. Lift your hands up before the Lord. Father, I thank you for what you've already done here this evening, how you've touched your people, how we got to worship you and go to heights, Lord God, into the glory realms with you. And I thank you, Father God, for this new day, for this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day, and we give you the praise and the honor. All glory belongs to the King. All glory. And so, Lord, right now, hallelujah. They keep hearing some are singing and some are laughing, some are weeping. But God is moving, yes, He is. God is moving. Some are singing, some are dancing, some are weeping. But the Spirit of the Lord, He is moving. He is moving. He's moving in this place. Moving in this place. Praise God. So, Father, all that you have this evening, we continue to stay yielded to the Spirit of the living God. We're thankful. We say, Father, we want to glorify you, so come have your way tonight. The word that goes forth, Father, have your way, oh God. Touching hearts, opening ears up opening hearts, going deeper, going deeper than ever before, transforming lives, for your word is powerful, full of power, powerful. The mighty matchless name of Jesus and all of God's children said, Welcome to the house of glory. Welcome to the house of glory. I know. And isn't it just perfectly named? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's probably not going to get up. <laughs> I don't think she's getting up. I think you can just stay right there. You're fine. <laughs> you don't have to get up, sweetie. Woo! Well... 
It's a house of his presence. It's a house of his healings. It's a house of miracles. This is what the Lord told me four years ago when we planted this church. He said, it's an apostolic church to the nations. He said, this is an apostolic hub, an apostolic church to the nations. I know not all of you understand what that means. Stick around, you'll figure it out. Read your Bible, you'll understand. God has called this house to be an apostolic house to the nations. If you want to argue with that, you'll have to argue with God. Four years ago, he told us to plant this church. Spoke specifically to me. Gave me this verse. Hebrews 11, 11. Maybe we can put that verse up. Through faith. Also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him. Somebody say, she judged him, which is God. She judged, she judged God faithful. She judged him faithful who had promised. Even though this woman was past age or what we thought should be past age, it was too late, you're too old. Forget about it. Let someone else do it. But yet God says, I've marked you out. I've called you and I've appointed you to do what I've called you to do. Are you going to listen to man or are you going to listen to me? This word that God gave me four years ago was the word that he wanted me to start and to plant this church. In the natural, it would make no sense. But God is outside of the natural, and he's a supernatural God. And when he says go, we go. When he says jump, we jump. When he says stop, we stop. The importance of hearing his voice. When we hear his voice and we obey, regardless of what man may say or do, regardless of whatever opposition you will face, not may, you must obey God. The provision is in the promise. The provision is in the promise. The promises are the promises of God. As each and every one of us are focused to hearing the voice of the Lord and then being obedient to carry it out, you will see the promises that he has called you to walk in. You will walk in them. You will walk in them by faith. Somebody say by faith. I'm going to grab hold of the promises of God by faith. I'm not going to waver. I'm going to keep my mind, my heart, everything about me in the word of God, which is the word of truth. Amen? And so when we first started this church, he said his presence, he said his healings, and he said his miracles. An apostolic church to the nations. Four years ago when we started the church, I didn't, we had not seen too many, of his, too, much, too many of his miracles and his healings. 
and apostolic church to the nations. But how many of you know if you just trust God at his word to you, you will start to see what he's called you to do. You will start to see the manifestation of his promises if you just step out in faith. How many of you have had some words from God and in your mind you're like, how in the world is this going to come to pass? It doesn't even make sense. I don't see anything in the natural and I don't feel equipped and I don't feel like I would be the one. Can I see a, hand, a show of hands? Is that anybody in this room? There's a lot of you in this room, yeah? Amen? That's the best place to be, I always tell you that. That is the best place to be. Because in your surrenderedness to Jesus, in your weakness to him, you, he'll make you strong. He, in our weakness, he makes us strong. When we don't think we can, that's the best place to be, not just to start, but to stay. To live there. To live there, knowing that it's his strength that's going to carry us through. It's his strength. It's his provision, man of God. His provision is going to carry us through. It's going to carry you through. Yeah. And his provision is perfect. And his provision is here. So since then, we've had, now I say it's four years. We're celebrating this week, four years. And we're so excited. We can, let's give God the glory. Can somebody give him a clap? Yeah, let's honor God. I honor the Lord for what he has done. Now, we've been in ministry. This, this prayer, this church, by the way, started in prayer. And it didn't start four years ago. It started 10 years ago. It started 10 years ago in prayer. And for seven years, faithfully, week after week, we met. Few of us met. And then the numbers kept on growing. But it was focused and established on the power of prayer. I didn't set out to start a church. I obeyed God. He said, start a prayer meeting. I started a prayer meeting. And from that, seven years later, he said, this is a church now. It was slowly changing. This is a church now. Plant the church. And so I took that step of faith. And so here we are four years later, and the exact words that he told me about his presence, his healings, his miracles are happening. So I listed just a few of them because I thought this would be interesting and fun to go over. How about you? So I'm just going to quickly go over some of the things that we have seen in this house, some of the healings, the healing testimonies that we've seen in this house. Lyme disease healed in the glory. I'm going to talk more about that one in a minute, but Lyme disease healed in the glory. Deaf ears opened. This was a 19-year infirmity. This woman flew in from Chicago because she had heard about what God was doing here in this church. She flew in from Chicago, 19-year infirmity. Her deaf ear opened, and many of us that are here tonight were also here that day to witness it. Amen. It was powerful. Spirit of fear, baptisms in the Holy Spirit, tongues being given. I mean, this happens all the time. It happened here tonight. Uh, broken vertebrae healed and confirmed with MRIs, right? Come on. These are like, it's one thing if somebody's pain just goes away, and we're grateful for that. But it's another thing when they go back to the doctor, and they get an, an MRI, or they get some kind of a test that proves from a doctor, you can't have surgery. I know we had you scheduled, and I know that's what the plan was, but I don't know what you did for between then and now, but you can't have that surgery because we, there's nothing to do surgery on. Come on, that's powerful. Thank you, Jesus. So God healed his broken vertebrae. He was in excruciating pain. They had to take him to the emergency room before they brought him here. We've, we've experienced so many legs growing out, sciatica being healed, deaf and mute Deaf and mute being healed. We're going to talk about more about that one in a minute too, but that's powerful. More back pain. Legally blind. 
receiving sight, arthritis pain, neuropathy healed, frozen shoulder healed, torn ligaments healed, um, hemoglobin healed, cysts disappearing, knee pain healed. I mean, it goes on and on. We are giving God all the glory for he is the healer. Okay, and then on the other side, the flip side of that, we, demons are being cast out all the time. Demonic spirits are being cast out all the time. Christians are getting freed all the time. Marriages are being healed all the time. Finances are being set free. Oh, you, oh, absolutely. Before God, he's my, you know, before him, he's my witness. I would not stand up here and stretch the truth. I don't need to. I serve a God of miracles. Everything that I have told you, and plus some, is the moving of God and what he has done over these past years. And we give him the praise and the glory. So powerful. Acts 10, 38. We can put that scripture up. Acts 10, 38. Woo, hallelujah. You know, I tell you these things because I also want to increase your faith because you know, it's the same God that did it before is the same God that is here touching you tonight, church of God. He's the same, same. He's the same. Somebody say he's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever, he's the same. Somebody say he's the same. Hallelujah. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How many of you want to be anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power? Day by day, moment by moment, with increasing power. I would say that should be every single one of us. Amen. And he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He went about healing all. This is the word of the Lord for you tonight. That the Lord went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Some of you say, but I have not experienced that kind of power. Well, some of you in this room haven't experienced that kind of power because you still need to be delivered yourself. And once you get delivered yourself, you're going to see that that unbelief goes out the window. You're going to see that the power of God that is present today to heal and to transform you, that is only looking for a hungry heart, a willing, a yielded, a willing heart is here for you. There is no reason. This word, this scripture, Acts 10, 38, is not just for some Christians. It's not just for someone that is in, standing behind a pulpit or holding a mic. It is for all believers. Amen? And so the power of God, he wants to flow through a yielded vessel. You know, a, a vessel that's not going to allow fear or, or unbelief. I'll tell you, fear and unbelief are the two killers of anointing. You want to kill the anointing? You want to just put, just sabotage it? Just stop it right in its tracks? Let fear Lead your life. I wouldn't advise it. Bible's very clear about not walking in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, sound mind. Say it again. But of power, love, and of a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear. So if you're walking in fear tonight, you can get rid of it. If you're walking in unbelief tonight, you can get rid of it. Because I'm telling you, this word, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, right? With the Holy Spirit and with power to do good. Right? And to 
and to do all these works, right? To heal and to, and to deliver those that are oppressed of the devil because it says God is, and is with him and God is with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I want to tell you, let me, let me turn to Mark 7, but first, and you can turn to Mark 7 too. And then I want to tell, I want to share a story. Hallelujah. <laughs> I already have it up. What do you know? But I want to first, uh, I want to tell you about Josiah. Josiah was a, the little boy that I said, he, he came with his mom. He's a five-year-old little boy. Five-year-old little boy. And he was born deaf and mute. And his mom had a dream, you know, that he was going to be born deaf. She shared this with her family, and they didn't believe her and everything. But when her son was born, he was born he was born deaf. And, you know, they took him. I guess he could speak just a little bit, but he couldn't really make sense. And, and so they took him to uh, speech therapy. They continued to take him week after week after week. He had hearing aids, and that's probably just a little bit as to why he could speak at all, you know. And it was just gibberish. But they took him week after week, and there was no improvement. There was no improvement. So now the little boy is five years old, and he came here one night. Mom, mom brought him, sibling, one of the two little kids. And, and we prayed for that little boy. But at the end of the service, you know, we prayed and we prayed and we were persistent because this little boy that was born deaf started to hear. God opened up his hearing. He, they took out his hearing aid. And this little boy not only started to hear, but he also started to speak. God opened up his ability to speak. And he started to say, Mama. And then she would say certain things and he would repeat. And for the first time in her life, his mom's life, she says, I'm hearing my son speak an audible, you know, intelligible words. She was like, wow. She was in shock. You're going to watch the video here in a moment. But this woman was in shock. She was just in like, like I can't believe this is happening. But it's a testimony to the Lord our God that the Lord heals today. Don't limit God by the circumstance that you see surrounding you. So what if he's deaf? Get him healed. Is the power of God in you? Yes, it is. If you're a Christian, if you're a believer, the power of God is with you. And so by prayer, this little boy's ears opened up and his speech opened up as well. Can we go ahead and play that video? Pray for a creative miracle. We just laid our hands and just commanded the ears to open up. Father God, what you started here, we thank you, Lord God. We believe. I'll pick you right back up, sweetheart. My gosh, he's adorable. But uh, Father, we thank you. And could you all for one minute just stretch your hands out to, to Josiah? Ooh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. She said she had a dream before he was born. And she knew that he was not going to have any he hearing. Like he was going to have a problem. He couldn't hear before he was born. And her mom says, you're listening to the enemy. But when her child was born, he could not hear. But her child now at five is hearing. Yeah, a little bit, but he's hearing. And we're grateful for the little bit. And we're believing for more. And he's speaking and he wasn't being able to speak. She couldn't understand a word. 
So, Lord, I thank you for this creative healing tonight. Lord, I thank you that the deaf shall hear. I thank you, Lord, that the blind shall see. I thank you, Lord God, that the dead are being raised. I thank you, Lord God, we give you praise. That you will finish what you've begun. We thank you, Father. We give you all glory. You are the healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who healeth thee. We praise you. We praise you. We plead the blood. We plead the blood over him and her and his mama and his brother. We plead the blood of Jesus over this family. Woo! Hallelujah. We give you praise. He was born and he couldn't hear. Right? He couldn't hear. He had um, hearing aids in his ears. She says she's never heard his voice. He can't speak. He goes to like speech therapy. He can't speak. He has not been able to speak until now. We just, we just prayed for him. Tell, tell them what happened when we prayed. He got healed. He got healed is what she said. Can you hear us now? She was testing. What she did is she covered her mouth. His, she covered her own mouth, and she said his name. And he would repeat. She says, what am I saying? Go ahead. Show them what you did. You told me that he was not able to do that before, right? He wasn't able to um, talk. Josiah was um, in my stomach. I had a dream that he was going to be born dead and actually um, confined to my family, letting them know that um, I had a dream that he was going to be born dead. And my family basically told me that I was listening to the enemy. And then when he was born, he didn't pass his hearing exam the first time. They tried again, and he um, failed the hearing exam a second time. So they sent us home, and they sent us to like a whole bunch of specialists and stuff like that. And um, I think about like around like five months, they like figured out that he was uh, moderate to severe deafness, both ears bilateral. And so he got his hearing aids around eight months. But before that time, he was talking like a lot. Like he could hear me talking and he would repeat me all the time. And then like all of a sudden he just went mute. Like he stopped talking. They sound like gibberish. Like he was speaking yeah. Chinese to me. I was just like, yeah. like, what are you telling him? Like what are you letting him watch on TV? And I'm like, nothing. Like that's what he hears. And they were just basically telling me that when I'm talking to him, it sounds like he's going swimming. Like the right. water sounds muffled and everything. So, he just, so what happened today? You came? I came and I let you pray over him and he got healed. And we removed the, the hearing aids and he, he repeated after me. <laughs> Many times. And you said he wasn't able to do that before. Yeah. You, and you covered your mouth. Yeah, I covered my mouth. Yeah. See, um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Put the camera on him. Jesus. Put the mic, I meant. Say Jesus. Yeah. incredible testimony that I had to share with you all we have by the way if you these testimonies the one that we've been able the ones that we've been able to capture there are lots of testimonies that we are not able to capture like on film but the ones that we're able to capture they're actually all on my YouTube channel 
so that you can go and watch them all. I mean, it boosts your faith. The same God that did that is the same God that is healing again, healing today, amen? And so in, in Mark chapter 8, verse 32, this is when Jesus heals a deaf mute. Maybe we can put up Mark 7, starting in verse 32. There we go. Because they brought to him, to Jesus, one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. Say, he couldn't talk. And he couldn't hear. And they begged him to put his hand on him. They're like, Jesus, just touch him. Jesus, just put your hand on him. Because he'll be made whole. And he took him aside from the multitude. Jesus removed. He removed this, this boy and moved him aside. From away from the multitudes. Sometimes you have to be aware of your surroundings. And you have to be aware of who's in your room. Because not everybody has faith to believe. I know that might come as a shock to some of you. But not everyone has faith for healing. Jesus himself moved this. He took this situation and moved it to another place. Heads up. Sometimes when you're put in a position where, when here is someone that is sick. And you're the person to pray for them. And you have spiritual awareness of what's going on in the room. And you can tell there's static in the air. There's, there's unbelief in the air. You may just have to move to another room. Even Jesus did it. You have to know, you have to understand about spiritual warfare and the tactics of the enemy. How many in this room believe they have the gift of faith? I'm not saying you have faith. We all have a measure of faith. But I mean the gift of faith. Raise your hand if you think you have the gift. I have the gift of faith. Let me tell you something, and so do some of you. But even still, I can tell when there is the enemy's assignment in this room that's trying to forfeit and stop that healing from coming to pass even before it comes to pass. And when you know that, move out of an, that room to another place and stand in your rightful position and do the kingdom works and don't be taken into a deception. Oh, well, we all have faith. I can just stop. What did Jesus do? He himself moved him away from the multitudes. This is not the only place that it talks about this. So just a key, just a key is that sometimes take them aside. He took them aside from the multitude, verse 33. And then he put his fingers in his ears. He put his fingers in his ears. And he, then he spit and he touched his tongue. You know, he looks up to heaven. You know, he, he speaks the command. When he looks up to heaven, he speaks the command. Be opened. Some of your prayers are just too long. Be opened. Let's be done with it. <laughs> be healed. How much? Come on. So I'm not saying I love long prayers. I'll stay in the club, my prayer closet for a long time. But, you know, that's my communion with the Lord, right? But I'm saying sometimes you can get too wordy in your prayer. And you're, you're believing God to heal, but you're going all around the mulberry bush and you don't even just issue the command, will you? In the name of Jesus, just issue the command. Be healed in Jesus' name. It's the authority that you carry in the name of Jesus that's going to bring forth that, that kingdom dynamics here to earth. Jesus says, I've already given you authority in the name of Jesus to cast out demons. Come on. All authority is yours. Come on. How many of you guys know that scripture in Luke? Luke 10, 19, right? 
All authority has been given to you. All authority has been given to us, right? We're going to trample on snakes and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing is too difficult for us. Nothing is too difficult for you. And so, so it's important that we, you know, we really understand that in healing, you issue the command. You listen to the Spirit of God, and then as he tells you, speak forth that command. Decree it. And so he says, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened and the impediment on his tongue was loosed. And he spoke plainly, just like this little boy, Jesus. And you all heard it as well, Jesus. I mean, that's just incredible what God does and what he will do through a willing vessel. Are you a willing vessel in this room tonight? Amen, amen. So I wanted to share that story because, you know, it's powerful. It's just such a powerful, they're all powerful. They're all powerful. But I just chose two. I chose two of them tonight to actually bring. The second one just happened Thursday. The second one just happened a couple days, two days ago. The story of this lady that drove, she drove five hours. It was her and her friend. One drove five hours, one drove three hours. They came, they came together, but total they drove five hours to get here on Thursday morning because she had heard about the glory of God and she had heard about the healings and she needed a healing. And so she came and in one of the videos she said she could feel the heat and the anointing outside. She said she couldn't actually even find the place but because of the sound, the music, she heard the worship. They heard the worship and they started to, they parked and they started to walk and outside she said, I could feel the anointing. She didn't use that word, but that's what she was talking about. She said, I felt the heat. She goes, I felt the power. I felt, I just, she goes, I could feel it outside. She walks in. She was ready to be healed. She had Lyme's disease. She was ready to be healed. And so I didn't know who they were. I'd never seen them before in my life. And prayed for them. They fell over. They both fell over. But I knew God had, wasn't done. So I, I said, pick them up. I said to my catcher, pick them up. Picked them back up prayed for them. They fall back over. I left. I came back. I knew they weren't done. Pick them up again. Picked them up again. They fell back over. You know, at the end, and I didn't even know what was wrong with them. At the end of the day, when we're sitting here, she says that she was healed of Lyme disease. And I said, wait, what, what? I go, how do you know? She said, oh, I, I know. She goes, I'm in constant pain. I'm in pain and it's been for six years that I've had this constant pain in my body. She says, when I was down in the ground or on the ground in the glory, she knew, she knew she was in the glory. She knew. She said, something changed inside of me and I felt God go through my body. She goes, I have no pain and I always have pain. For six years, I've always had pain. And so, yeah, incredible, incredible. So we got her testimony. We got her, you'll see her in a moment. But you know, this was on Thursday. On Friday, she reached out to me on, on Facebook, private messaged me. And she said, you know what? She goes, I'm still basking in the glory. I still feel the glory. She goes, I am still in the presence of God. I do not feel any pain. She goes, this has never happened to me before. She goes, I am healed. So I, that was just, that was awesome. And so I thought, 
Let's just watch that video. I thought, let's just go ahead and watch that video. I want to share that with those that were not here. Shauna. <laughs> Shauna, we've been experiencing an intense time in the glory here. It's amazing. Ooh, I'm going to let you share. You came from three hours away, and God, and God just touched you, and you said, I think I just got healed. Let them know what happened. What is, what's going on? Uh, I've been struggling about six years with Lyme disease, and um, it really affects my joints my moods, um, my drive. Uh, I am a person of God, but it has been holding me back. And I came today for a healing and I got so much more. I can tell my joints are yes. I feel better. I know that God's going to lead me yeah. in the next part of this journey with yeah. me. Wow, praise God. Amen. Thank you for testifying. Get the glory. You don't need reports to get in the glory of God. Yes, just he is deep. That's what she came for. She she drove three hours. The whole two of you, right? Yeah. Together, they drove three hours. She drove five. She, she drove five hours. Three to two to my house and three. Oh my goodness! God bless you. Yeah, isn't that powerful? Praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, so there are hungry people, and and you guys are hungry too. Or you probably wouldn't be here on a Saturday night. But that are just really pressing into the more of God. And so, you know, I know that what we have seen is just, it's just the beginning, you guys. It is just the beginning. How many of you believe that with me? Amen. Yeah, it's just the beginning. You know what God says? I will share, I will not share my glory with another, right? He's not going to share his glory. And we don't ever, ever take his glory. What he's looking for is a, a yielded, willing vessel that says, Lord, there's no unbelief, none whatsoever. Simple, childlike faith. And God moves. He moves. He does and what he wants to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 11. How many of you got your Bibles here tonight? Turn your Bibles to Matthew 11. Hallelujah. Father, we give you all the praise. The glory and the honor is yours, just like we sang tonight. The glory and the honor, it's all yours, oh God. And so in, in, in uh, Matthew 11, and starting in verse 7, this is what Jesus said to the multitudes regarding John the Baptist. And he said, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? Did you go out to see a reed shaken by the wind? And I would ask you the same question. What did you come out tonight to see? Did you come out tonight to see the power of God moving? Did you come out to, to encounter the God that's constantly pressing in to encounter you? Yes. So in verse 8, he says, but what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those clothed in soft garments, he says, indeed, those that have soft garments, wearing soft clothes, are in king's houses. He says, but what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. For he... This is of whom it is written. The scripture is being fulfilled in this man, in this man, John the Baptist. He says, 
Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. John the Baptist, a true prophet. He says, this is, who'd you come out and see? Who you're looking at? This man. He's a true prophet and the fulfillment of scripture which is happening before your very eyes. And so Jesus is talking to this group of people here and he is saying, this is the fulfillment of the word that's coming to pass in and through this man, right? Now, how many of you would say God is the same and he's not a respecter of persons and God wants to work through you just like he was working through many, many people, whether we talk about people in the Bible days or whether we talk about people today. God is working and he is moving and he wants to move through you too. How many say, that's me. I want God to work through me. Move through me, Spirit of the living God. Yes, and amen. And I decree an awakening of love over you right now. I decree an awakening and an expectation of God's holy power, of God's holy presence, of God's miraculous signs and movements right now for those that are hungry and for those that are willing to say, Lord, John the Baptist had a price to pay. Oh, let's not talk about the price. John the Baptist, he had a price to pay. But Jesus paid the ultimate price. Jesus paid it all. So we have to realize when you say, I, I want to press into the more. I want to press into the glory. I want to press into the holy, holy, holy presence of God. I want to be so transformed. Lord, use me for your glory. Father, let me be a burning one for you. Recognize the warfare that you experience sometimes the very next day is not even, it doesn't even compare to what's ahead in God's blessing in your life. But if you don't know that, then you get entrapped by the enemy's assignment and you go, oh my gosh, this is not what I signed up for. You need to get over that. Right? So let's go on to verse 11. He says, assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. These are the words of Jesus. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. He who is least in the kingdom of heaven. Turn to Luke 9 really quick. Let's put up Luke, Luke 9, 23. Okay, you got it already up there. 23, not 34. That's okay. Hallelujah. Luke 9:23. Then he said to them all, "If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow after me. Why did she go to that scripture? Weren't we talking about signs and wonders? Weren't we talking about healing? Weren't we talking, didn't we just see two incredible testimonies of people getting healed, healed in the glory, healed by the power of prayer? Then why would she go to this scripture? Because if you want to work and walk and move in kingdom dynamics, truly from the power of the living God, then you have to understand something. Jesus said, if any man comes after me, we're coming after Jesus. We're running to him. We love him. We want everything that he has for us. We're coming after Jesus, right? In other words, our whole heart. In other words, we're pressing in. 
right? He says, let him deny himself. Denying yourself is the best thing you could have ever done and ever will do in your life. Deny him, let him deny himself and let him take up his cross daily and follow me. We get to deny, say, I get to deny myself. I get to make sure this flesh dies. Sometimes you got to let it die daily. But you get to deny yourself. You get to make sure that you daily take up that cross. And whatever that might be. But I'll tell you right now, it's not sickness and disease. I know what the, some of the churches teach. Some denominations, they'll teach, well, it's your cross. Oh, you're sick. Oh, disease. Oh, well, that's your cross. Just bear it. Grin and bear it like a good soldier. Uh-uh. No way, no how, no way, no how. Let me just go over just a few scriptures that totally will tell you that that is not even biblical. Amen. It's not even biblical. Yes. Psalm 103, he heals all of our diseases. Yes. Amen. Yes. Psalm 107, he sent forth his word and he delivered. He healed us. Jesus is the word. Matthew 8. He took up our infirmities and he carried our diseases. Isaiah 53, 5. By his stripes, we are healed. Jesus already took it upon his body. He already took upon your sickness. He already took upon all that. He's already taken it upon his body, in his blood. And we know that Jesus is the same. Yesterday, today, forever. We know that Jesus does not lie. We know that God does not change his mind. We know that he wasn't saying this one day and now he's changed his mind. I know that this is tweaking some people's thoughts, but 3 John 2 says, I pray, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers. There are so many scriptures that talk about the fact that your sickness was already paid for infirmities were already paid for at the cross because salvation and the word salvation which means sozo which is saved healed and delivered it's saved healed and delivered we've been saved from a life of sin right misery uh, we've been saved god has saved us by his blood we've been healed our bodies some of you may experience pain you may experience a disease that comes upon you or some kind of an inflammation or something that happened. But it's not yours to keep if you know your rights in Christ. You can actually press in day by day and moment by moment, standing on the word and say, it's not in the word. That is not biblical to say, well, that's my cross. I'm going to carry it. Well, that's my cross. I'm just going to lay down my life and I'm just going to pick up my cross. No, but Jesus did experience suffering. Absolutely. They mocked him. They taunted him. They tormented him. They ridiculed him. They killed him. He experienced all kinds of pressure like that. Who did it come from? Come on, one word. Who did it come from? Yeah, the devil. It's Satan himself. Who do you think comes against a child of the living God that knows their rights and brings sickness? The enemy. Who brings disease? The enemy. Who's going to bring all of It's the enemy. So you got to know who you're actually fighting against. And you got to actually know what the word of God teaches. Because you're going to stand in the authority of his word and not popular opinion. You're going to stand in the authority of his word and not what maybe your, your denomination taught you from when you were five years old. Because if it doesn't line up with the word of God, then you've got to realize, wait a minute. Maybe I wasn't taught the truth. Maybe because they didn't know either. You can either 
believe what I'm saying, which is from the word of God, or you can just keep the sickness and the disease. I don't advise that because you can be freed. You can be healed. God's healing is, and so some people go, but I did pray. I came, I believe I'm standing on the word and I'm still sick. You get to exercise your faith, man of God, woman of God. You get to say, it doesn't matter, you lying spirit. Because if you're there and the Bible says you're not supposed to be there, then I'm standing on the authority of the word of God and I'm not backing up until I see the word come to pass. The word will come to pass when you are pressing into the word. We're going to press into the word. We got to know what Jesus taught. He came to set the captives free. He came to set the captives free. He delivered every one of us from the torments of hell. He's rescued us from the eternal punishment, the torments of hell. He's rescued our, our, our lives, our eternity. But he also said, I want you to walk in wholeness here and now. And daily, his word says, I daily load you with benefits. With long life, he says, I've, I've given you, I have long life. He says, I'm going to supply you. I'm going to supply for you. He says, I'm going to sustain you with long life. I'm going to satisfy you with long life. Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow after you, chasing you down. Sickness and disease shouldn't be chasing you down. Goodness and mercy should be chasing you down. And sometimes you know what you got to do? You got to just speak it. You get the word in your spirit. We got to learn the word. Get the word in our spirit. And when we start seeing that assignment, say, oh, I don't think so, devil, not on my watch. I don't think so, devil. What is this pain? Get out in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it. I command it to go. I cast it out right now. Oh, but it's generational. If it's generational, then you better get yourself in prayer and say, Lord, I repent for the generations that have come before me that have allowed some diabolical demonic assignment to plague my family. I stand in the gap and I apply the blood. The blood of Jesus. Apply that blood. It was already purchased for you. The curse has been broken, but are you applying the blood? Jesus took our infirmities. He carried our diseases. He's already taken. He's broken the curse. He became the curse. That curse is broken. But if you haven't applied it in your life uh, and you see a generational curse at work, do something about it because God says, I've already given you the keys to the kingdom. It's up to us to open up those doors. It's up to us to set those captives free, right? By using the word of God. It's up to us to say, oh, no, 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 no. What, you're sick? What, you're having nightmares? What, you're being tormented? Are you kidding me? Torment doesn't come from God. Is that news to anybody? No, it shouldn't be news to anybody. Torment does not come from God. So I thought that would be kind of important for us to go to this scripture because... Here we're talking about so many wonderful things God's done in the past, you know, four years. A lot of healings, a lot of deliverances and such. And I really wanted to bring it to this verse because it's true. If anyone denies himself, he says, come after me. First of all, you've got to come to Jesus. Deny yourself. Take up your cross daily and follow. Follow me. We, we get to follow Jesus daily, daily, daily. So... You know, the enemy knows. He knows. He watches us. He knows. He understands. He knows, he knows the areas that he's been able to have success in our lives in the past, right? Studies us, right? He doesn't know everything. He's not God. But he does study, and he knows. And so, you know, those areas that you feel tormented, they ridiculed Jesus. They mocked him. 
They beat him. They did all these things, right? That wasn't, that wasn't fun. They stripped him. They, I mean, what pain? But he knew who was behind it. He knew it wasn't his, his father. He knew it wasn't God. He knew, and he willingly went. We know the story of the gospel, that he willing, willingly went to the cross. We know that. But who is behind it? We know who's behind it. I want you to walk with this question in your mind when you leave from this place. Who is behind this? This. Whatever this is in your life. You get rear-ended. Come on. God didn't cause the rear-end accident to teach you a lesson. There are people that believe that. Well, God's teaching you a lesson. Oh, I'm humble, woe is me, you know. No, come on, you don't even know the love of God then. You don't even know. How many of you have children? Would you say, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to have this crazy, horrible, horrific thing happen to my child because I want them to know how much I love him. I want them to know how much I love them. How many, if you have children, you know how ridiculous that sounds. It's not God. So you need to start asking questions. Who's behind this? And you'll start to understand the love of God for you. You'll understand, you'll start to understand the plan of God. And then the reality, we have two kingdoms. And the kingdom of darkness is always operating and fighting against the kingdom of light. And you need to know that you belong in the kingdom of light. But the kingdom of light always, always will overpower and outshine and put the darkness out. If you truly walk in the light, there is no darkness in you. If we walk in the light as children of the light, Jesus is the light. When we truly walk in the light, there is no darkness in us. So the minute you see something that's dark, you walk up to it. You've just diminished and put out the darkness because of Christ in you. But you've got to know Jesus. You've got to know what his word says. And not just in your head, but in your heart. Amen? Hallelujah. Woo! So we get to follow him. And in following Jesus, so you go, well, so what is all that? Deny yourself. Take up your cross. So what would that be then? If it's not these things that happen in life, sickness, and if it's not that, then what would it be? You get to live a surrendered life even when the assignments of the enemy are coming against you. You take authority over those assignments, but you get to live in a surrendered life because if you're going to press into following Jesus, following God, walking in the glory run with Jesus, then let me tell you, there's a cost for the anointing. There is a cost for the anointing. There is a cost for you to walk in a greater level of anointing. It's not going to be sickness and disease. That comes from the enemy. Does God allow it? Hmm? He will allow it. But he is expecting you to exercise your faith muscles and to take the authority over that thing and to recognize who you are and whose you are. To open up the Bible, to open up the word of God and say, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He already took all of my infirmities. He's already taken all, all of my sicknesses. He's already taken all of my diseases. I'm standing in faith. Standing in faith. So pressing into, okay, Lord, I'm going to take, pick up my cross and I'm going to daily walk with you. I'm going to press into Jesus, right? So we all have trials and tribulations. The Bible is very clear, but he says to be of good cheer. But that doesn't negate the fact that you have trials and tribulations. 
And so those trials and tribulations, you know what? We get to say, oh, but the cross. Oh, but because of the cross. Oh, but because of the glory that he experienced. And we just know this much of that glory. But even so, this much of that glory, because of that cross, Lord, no matter what I experience, no matter what I may feel, no matter what and who may betray me, no matter what or who may come against me, I will glory in this, that Jesus is the king of all. He is my Lord, my Savior. I am going to praise him no matter what. What's your cost? Pressing in even though it's difficult. What's your cost? I'm going to press in even though it's hard. What's your cost? Pressing in even though you're alone. What's your cost? Pressing in even though you're rejected, even though you're mocked, even though you're scorned, ridiculed. Press into him. That's a cost. Of course, it doesn't even measure to what Jesus has already paid for us, but it is still a cost. And, but you know that not a lot of Christians want to do that. They want, they want this fun, foo-foo Christianity that's just easy. Uh-uh. It's not. Sometimes it's very lonely. Gosh, even in the days that we live in now, even in the days that we live in now, when you got all kinds of ridiculous... I saw, I, I didn't even really honestly, uh, I saw something on Instagram. And it was one of those most ridiculous, absurd thing. I couldn't even believe a Christian was backing this thing up. And I don't know these people, but they confess to be Christians. And you know how that goes. Everybody calls themselves a Christian, but are they really? Who knows? And so I don't know them. All I know is that they were, they were professing to be. They were confessing to be a Christian. And, you know, just saying things, you know, that are happening in current events and how this is so the will of God, the plan of God. Well, I totally disagreed. And I'm like, I cannot believe that, that people that would be calling themselves Christians would, would follow after such deceit and actually endorse it. Do you know that right now we have to really make sure that we walk sharp, right? Wise as serpents. I mean, we always do. The Bible says, but wise as serpents, innocent as doves right? So daily asking God for discernment to increase in our life because the things that are being spoken out there right now, the things that are being passed, things that are happening right now and Christians going, oh, well, this is good. This is good. Now I can live again. Who do you live for? Who is the bottom line? Who is your source? Is man your source? God is our source. God is our source. He is the answer. And so there is a lot of deception that's going on in the Christian world right now. But you know what? If you just daily say, Lord, mm -mm, I, ha I have to. I have to be in the presence of God, saturating myself, all of us, saturating ourselves in his holy presence, in his word, getting that word in us constantly, live the word, think the word, breathe the word, do the word. So important because if you do that, you're not going to fall prey to the different tactics that are going around right now because there are Christians that are. There are, you know why? I'll tell you right now, there's one word. There is one word. I believe there's one word that causes a believer to fall prey to the things that are going on in the world right now, and it's fear. When you strip it all down, you can have all these other labels and stuff, but I believe the one word is, is fear. The, people are afraid. They're really afraid. You know, some people are just so afraid. They're like, I can't travel. I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to buy food. I won't be, you know what? Last time I checked, it's like, you know what? If, if I am sold out, are you sold out? I am sold out to Jesus.
This life has nothing for me. I love life. And you guys know I'm going to live, because I prophesy this. I prophesy I'm living well, well into my 90s in good health. That's what I believe for myself. <laughs> it's my husband back there. <laughs> so are you. Where was I? Uh, sold out, radical, living long. Yeah, but, but, but this life has nothing for us, right? And, and so, you know, if, if it came to be where, you know, someone said, I'm going to put a gun to your head, you either renounce Jesus or, you know, or you're going to be shot. Or, or if it came to be that you have to do X, Y, and Z, or otherwise, you know, you're going to be, and it's a contrary to the word of God, or otherwise, like you're, you're just, you're going to be, you're going to be shot. You're going to be killed. You guys, we have to, radical Christians in this day and hour, this is the hour God chose to put, he have you be alive. Come on, God could have put you in it like 10 years ago. You could have died 10 years ago, but you didn't. You're still here. So now you're experiencing what we're all experiencing. Well, welcome to the club. Welcome to real life. This is real Christianity. It's not Christianity 101. This is Christianity for those that are really serious to press into. But God, I love you and I don't care what happens. I will not renounce. I will not deny that Jesus is Lord and I'm not going to walk in compromise we're not going to walk in compromise so if there's fear get it get rid of it ask someone to pray you know cast the spirit of fear out don't be ashamed but just don't walk with fear because it will grip you and it will steal it'll steal and rob from you we know it doesn't come from God Right? Amen. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Father. Glorify your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, God is good. Oh, thank you, Father. Lord, we just, we do, we praise you. We lift up our hands right now and we lift up our hearts. We say, Lord, you're so good to us and we are grateful for all that you do. Thank you for your word that never returns into us void. Thank you, Lord God, that your word is sharp, sharp. Oh, Lord God. And a double-edged sword. And it divides between soul and spirit and joints and marrow. And it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. I thank you that your word is eternal. Lord, I thank you that Jesus is the word made flesh. I thank you that Jesus walked amongst us in the power of the Holy Ghost to show us that a life lived in Christ Jesus yielded to the spirit is possible. I thank you, Lord God, that he is our perfect example. And so, Lord, we say, here we are, right? Have your way. Have your way. If there be any spirit of fear in any of these here tonight, we just take authority over the spirit of fear because it doesn't come from our Abba Daddy God.
And we command the spirit of fear to be loosed off of their minds right now. We command the spirit of fear to be loosed off of their, off of their memory, off of their emotions right now, off of their generational lineage. We command the spirit of fear to be removed right now, cast out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. For God, you have not given us that spirit, but instead we decree the power of God, the power of love, the power of God and sound mind over each and every one that is here tonight. I thank you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. You've already taken care of sickness and disease. I thank you, Lord God. And even if there would be some in this room that said, but I've got this long, prolonged situation, but they're standing in faith. God is pleased that you stand in faith. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on standing in faith. Keep on keeping on standing in the word. Do not get discouraged. Do not say, but it didn't go away. Does that make me a bad Christian? Keep on keeping on. That is a lie. Walk in the measure of faith that you have and know that God is going to give the increase. Don't let the enemy tell you that you don't have faith or that God is not pleased with you or you just might have so much unbelief. That's why you still have sickness. You heard the message. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie from the pit. The enemy wants to come to torment you. He wants to come to deceive you. He wants to come to bring condemnation upon you. The word says stand on the promises of God. Stand on the promises. And if you've got to stand for years, then stand for years. But don't sway from the promises of God. If it's in the word, you're going to stand until you see it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, give God the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba. Next week, my husband and I won't be here. I am seldom away from my pulpit. But next week, I won't be here. And uh, we won't be here. We've got a family event. So um, Pastor Steve is going to bring the word next week. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we'll be here right after that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You guys look amazing and beautiful. And I just like to sometimes look at who God has brought to be ministered to tonight. We are going to pray more specifically in a few minutes for those that need prayer, specific prayer. We are going to pray for you. I am truly grateful that you guys have come out tonight and... You heard the word. You heard the word of God. You know, you've been ministered to in the anointing of the worship and the ministry that came forth after that. Then you were ministered to by the word. The word ministers to us. Amen. The word is powerful. It changes. It speaks. God, I could, I could preach a message and you'll hear one thing and you'll hear something else and you'll hear something else. But God will speak to you depending on what you need to hear. He's faithful to his word. Amen. So I know that you've been ministered to, but I also know that we're going to have more ministry time here in a few more minutes. But I am going to call up our beautiful pastor, Julie, and she's going to give us some announcements. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hi, House of Glory family. Do we have any first-time visitors? Very first time to House of Glory. Amen, amen, amen. Each one of you, I think there were six, two, two, and two. 
Hallelujah. We are so grateful that you're here. You're an answer to prayer. Truly you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to forget you. We're glad you're here, each one of you. Amen. Hi, cousin. Welcome to the house of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Plus, we're live. So everybody, live stream. If it's your first time viewing, welcome. Hallelujah. Okay, you guys, some quick um, messages for you, some announcements. Um, if you are not uh, receiving emails from Apostle Kathy, she sends out once, one a week, and you'd like to. Brilliant teaching. Um, there's a sign-up sheet in the foyer, and you can just add your name to that, and you can start receiving those emails. The next thing is Women's Home Group. Whoop, whoop. That meets the second and fourth Monday of the month. That would be this coming Monday. We meet from 7 to 8.30, and we are going through Apostle Kathy's latest book, Get Up and Lead. So if you um, don't get a reminder email from me, I send it out usually every Friday, and you're interested in being part of that group or at least know where we're meeting, um, you can see me in the foyer. There's a sign-up sheet. Um, it's one of those type of groups that we would love to have you join us when you can. If you can make it every time, twice a month, great. If you can't, that's okay. We're happy whenever you can make it. All right, amen? And then also, Apostle Kathy has a class coming up. It's called the Apostolic Women Arise. There's going to be an introductory class May, uh, Tuesday, May 25th from 7 to 8 um, p.m. It's just going to be one hour. This is going to tell about the topics that will be taught. If you have a heart for ministry, if you're a woman that loves Jesus, I highly recommend you do that class. Please go to Kathy Coppola. Um, you want them to email or go to, oh, go to your website. So kathycoppola.org. If you go to the website, then you can click on for more information. It's $10 for the introductory class. I think it would be really important just to jump on that. It's going to be a Zoom call. For one hour, you can find out about the training. The training's going to be about six months. So um, jump on that, and so you can hear, hey, what are we going to be learning about and see if that's something for you. And also, as you've heard tonight, it is our four-year anniversary. And we're excited. Amen. So and we're celebrating. If you would like to join us after ministry time, when you're done in here, we have cake in the foyer. So we would love to just have some refreshments with you. Amen? All right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I just had to share. I just received two of the most precious birthday cards from our sweet Zara and Joseph back there. And it's so cute. Um, while my husband comes up, because he's going to do the tithes and offerings, but I just wanted to read something really quick, because it was so cute what they wrote. So cute. So one of them wrote, says, she says, you are a lover, no, you are a, you love and you're a warrior. Can you say it, Zara? Okay, that's all right. Um, you love and you're a warrior for God. Love Zara. And then she put, and then she put godly, and then she put a heart. 
then two, and then another heart, and Zara. And she explained it, she said, godly, heart to heart. Isn't that cute? So sweet. I just so cherish that. And then, and then Joseph put the Bible opened up. Here, I should show you. Bible opened up into the middle. Yeah, praise God. And he says, you spread the word of God wherever you go. And you are loved by God. And you have the presence of God. Love, Joseph. So sweet. Thank you, guys. That is a blessing. I'm going to save those. I'm going to save those. Happy Mother's Day. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. To every woman in this room, to every woman in this room, whether you have natural children or not, you have children. God has given you people that are influenced by you. So some have spiritual children and some have natural ch children, but you all are influencers to people. So would the moms, would all the women stand up? Even if you have not had children, you're still a woman. Stand up women. Women of God, stand up. We just want to honor you. That's right, Zara. And we see you standing, Sue. We see you, Sue. You're standing on the inside. Sometimes, like my husband says, you've got to stand on the inside. I'm standing on the inside, he says. But Father, I bless these, these women right now. And just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, I thank you for each and every one of them because they all have a story. They all have a story, Father. And so I bless them right now. And to really walk in the fullness of the love of God, that they would receive this year just even more the touch from heaven like never before, Lord. I just so pray right now that they would, they would recognize God's incredible, tangible love for them, Father, that they would be transformed, Lord God, knowing that, wow, you, they hold a special place in your heart, Lord, the heart, of, the heart of God, the heart of a mother. And so, Lord, I bless them. I thank you that this year is going to be an incredible year. I prophesy that over them better than ever before, Lord, better than ever before. I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I don't think so. Did somebody uh, misplace or leave behind a beautiful black Bible two weeks ago? Large print. I don't think that she's here tonight now. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, so now we turn to that time in our service where we celebrate the Lord in our giving. And as all we do here at the House of Glory, we base it on God's Word. All right, so we're going to Galatians 6 for some guidance on why we give. Let him that is taught in the Word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he also shall reap. Nobody's going to get over on God. For he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Thank you, Jesus. How many people know there's no quit in Jesus? He never quit on us. We gave him a lot of opportunities. Hold on, I'm going to speak for myself. I gave him a lot of opportunities to give up on me. He grabbed me tight. And as much as I try to hang on to him, it doesn't much matter because he's hanging on to me. That's all that really matters. 
And so when we give, we give into that. We give into sending that message around the globe. Because amazing as it is, we put a man on the moon and we sent a satellite to Mars. But there's people on God's green earth that haven't heard the name of Jesus. I can't understand it. But we're going to do our part from this house. You heard what Apostle said, the vision of the Lord. Not her vision. The vision of the Lord, which he said, here am I, Lord, send me. Get the name of Jesus out there. Get the name of Jesus out there through the Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network, through Facebook Live, through this house. And you can touch people in your workplace, in your school, in your neighborhood, in the grocery store. One word, one touch from Jesus changes everything. And it's God in us, the hope of glory. Just open up your mouth and God will fill it. So when you give, you give to that. And the Bible just promised us, if we sow, we're going to reap an eternal harvest. And we're going to be so blessed when we're standing in heaven and seeing all the people that got there with us. Amen? All right. So if the ushers would go out to receive the offering. If you're making a check, please make it out to the House of Glory. If you're making a credit card, please write legibly and as big as the square permits. Because somebody has to read it. So if you could print legibly, largely, fill out all the information, please. We'd so appreciate it. good. Get up and sing and dance. You can be a little bit more cheerful. God loves a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. Look at Sherry go. Woohoo. I still want you to pray for the offering. It's just since we got some faster music playing, I, I thought some people might want to get up and celebrate. I don't know. Worship the Lord tonight. Oh, we worship you for who you are. Good. Come on, we sang this song for choir. Did we not sing this song for choir? We all know it. The best part's coming up. All the time. Oh, you are good. Okay, it's after this. Just hang in there a little longer. I know they're like, is she serious? Yeah, it's really good. Mercy. 
Oh, it's my savior forever. Every nation and tribe, to generation worship you. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, we worship. When you sing this, you can't stay sad. You can't stay down. We worship you. Hallelujah. We worship you for who you are. Come on, here it goes, here it goes, here it goes. Time, all the time, you are good, you are good. All the time, all the time, you are good, good, all the time. Now we're going to pick it up a little bit. We're going to pick it up. Come on, Andrew. I need to hear you belt it out. Ready? He's going to go, you are good. Come on, Andrew. You jump in there. Time. Oh. She's like, yes, he's good. Somebody say he's good. Oh, come on. Somebody say he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Jesus. 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 You are good. Come on. Is he not good? Somebody say amen. Wow, that's a celebration. We got a lot to celebrate. We're going to be celebrating for all eternity. I don't get it, but it's going to be good. I'm even going to sound good in heaven when I'm singing. I just hope I can see Apostle from where I'm at. But for all as I get in those gates, I'm going to be happy, man. God is so good. All right, Lord. <laughs> Lord, you never disappoint anyone. Your word says, whoever hopes in the Lord shall not be disappointed. Whoever hopes in you shall not be put to shame, but their face will be radiant with joy. Lord, we're joyful right now because we know, because you said, and we believe, you are good all the time, and all the time you are good. Lord, we know the end of the story. It's all going to turn out well. It's all going to turn out very well, and it's well with our soul. And today, we connected with you. And today, we're sending out this seed, Lord. And we ask that you would water it, grow it, multiply it. Let it be a 30, 60, 100-fold increase, Lord, that the name of Jesus would be spread far and wide, and people would know there is a way to life everlasting and there's no sorrow to it at all, but only joy everlasting, which only you can do. So, Lord, we believe on you. We partner with you. We labor with you. We ask your hand would be on this for multiplied blessing. Thank you for the opportunity to sow in and see what only you can do. And all God's people said, amen. amen. 
Amen. Thank you for coming out. We're now going to open up the altar for, for wor worship. It is worship for prayer. So if the prayer team, the ministry team would come forward. You, yes. All right. There is a video, and I will have a seat. God bless you. But you're right. After the video, we are going to open up the altar for prayer. So that part is right. And, and also there's cake because we're celebrating our four-year anniversary. So afterwards, we want you guys to have cake. Um, but we'll watch the video, then come on up, and then have prayer, and then there's cake. We love you guys.
Wow. Thank you, Kit, for putting that together for us. That is a treasure. It's a treasure. It really, really is. Thank you. I know that doesn't, uh, that takes time, and so we appreciate that. If you've been listening to us on live stream, we thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of what God's been doing here at House of Glory. And we encourage you to go to the website and stay connected. God bless you. And we just pray blessings of God over you. And we'll see you next time. And for those that are here, we love you guys so, so much. So we are going to open up the altar now for prayer if you would like any prayer specifically. But let's just officially close. And then you can either have cake or come in here and get prayer, or the opposite way. Maybe you want to first get prayer, and then it doesn't matter. But let's just lift up our hands and say, Father, we thank you for what you have done tonight We and the past four years. We give you the glory. Father, for the incredible team and the people that you have put, Lord, beside me, Lord, all around me, it's true. Father, I thank you for them, the faithful servants of God. I honor each and every one of them, Father God. And for what you've done at this church and in this ministry, Lord, we say we thank you. And Lord, we look forward to what you're going to do in the years to come. And we just give you the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, and I pray traveling mercies. Each and every person here, they heard the word. They were in this presence of the King. And so, Lord, they go from glory to glory and from strength to strength in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Come on up if you like. Otherwise, feel free to have some cake and fellowship. We love you guys.